Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today. Alongside of me, I have Anthony. How you doing, buddy? What a week, man. What a week. What a week. What a week indeed. It's been crazy this week. Uh, As you may know already, Shay is not with us this week. Don't worry, he is okay. He's just on a vacation right now. He will be back soon. Um, But of course, as we said already, what a week it's been already. Um, As you know what's going on in the world, and as we've been discussing on previous episodes, there's a lot of cancellations and postponements with corona going on uh so we want you to know of course that we're taking that into consideration as well we want to keep making episodes of the movie podcast for you because what goes better than staying at home hiding yourself from the world and listening to our voices exactly right so we are looking at that and we are going to be looking at different ways that we can continue doing the show but of course our health and safety of everyone comes first so Please, if you don't already, keep an eye out on our Instagram and our Twitter this time with um, or any of our personal Twitters and you'll know what's going on because, of course, next week is our 50th episode and we want to be able to celebrate and be together to do that show. But, of course, uh, health and safety comes first, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we will keep you in the loop of what's going on. Yeah. Anthony, how's your week been, though? Yeah, it's (laughs) been like, like I said, it's been crazy. At the moment, I'm COVID free. COVID free. Yeah, COVID free. No COVID on yeah. me. Well, God, you, gotta, you, gotta, on us, eh? you gotta wait 14 days until you it gotta, like, shows yeah. up and creeps on, <laughs> right. creeps on you and kills you. And uh, <laughs> in, in, not in that sense, but like, you know, Michael Myers. Like, yeah. You know. Uh, again, like on the politics side, we're seeing a lot of different announcements and it can seem very doom and gloom. Yeah. But of course, there are there's lots of things that we can do to keep our spirits up and one of those things is doing the show and watching movies and watching tv yeah, shows like who doesn't want to stay home and watch film right this is the perfect time to do that so if you're in a position to work from home or if you're in a position to have some time off for the next little bit you know watch a marathon of your favorite movies watch your favorite shows bask in the things that make you happy because yeah. now's the time to do this because hopefully we'll be getting some more time to do this in the next few weeks right listen to the movie podcast listen to the go movie back podcast. through our library find a bunch of different episodes that we've done and listen to that 100 percent. please go back to episode zero and just start from there listen to don't don't listen to of, zero don't listen to zero. don't listen to one <laughs> two three four five just start, start at episode six. start at six, six and keep going from yeah. there um as always if you want to write in and be part of the show you can by writing into this time slash talk send us your comments suggestions uh corrections and any reviews of any movies you've been watching we love to hear what you've been Think uh, watching, especially if you have more time to watch movies, uh, let us know and write in. Uh, I threw a question out to the Instagram verse earlier about what are you doing to kind of stay sane during your self-isolation and what are your feel-good movies to watch? So we're going to end the show with that because I think it's really important we end with some positivity. So we're going to save everyone who wrote in for that. We're going to say that for the very end of the show. Uh, But until then, let's get into the news. It was just a. It was a duo. It wasn't the trio of news, yeah. but it still, still sounded good. We'll we'll put Shay in later. We'll we'll dub him in afterwards. Um, where else to start? But with, of course, the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> Corona alert. <laughs> Corona <laughs> alert. Twenty twenty. Seriously, um, we're gonna do a quick breakdown of all the movie kind of shifting around that's been happening. Yeah. So if you are listening to this on your phone, which I'm assuming you are right now. In the when you see the description in the notes for the show, I'll actually have the links for all the articles if you want to read more about this. But we're just going to kind of do a quick overview of all the movies that have been shifted from their original dates. Uh, some have new dates, some don't yet. So 
because things are happening so fast, by the time you listen to this, there may be some more news. Uh, as we just heard news about Venom 2 just dropped yeah. before the show as well, which we'll discuss. Uh, but as of right now, movies that have been pushed from their original dates, My Spy, which is the Dave Batista one, The Truth, Blue Story, A Quiet Place Part 2, which is another one that we had tickets for, but yep. it got pushed. Yep. Uh, Mulan. Mulan was a big one. because yeah, Mulan was like, it was on the teeter. Like you didn't know if they were going to release it because they did the, they had the premiere, they had the premiere, yeah. but they decided to push that film back. Yeah. And I think they did the right thing there. Yeah. Uh, Peter rabbit two, the runaway that's getting pushed from April to August. Uh, I should let it be known as well that Mulan in a quiet place. They don't have a new date yet. Nope. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, the lovebirds, which is the Kumail Nanjiani and, uh, it's movie as well right right uh the new mutants is getting pushed back this movie has had awful luck see i would see i would see new mutants just come out on disney plus at this point i would i would just 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 drop it on drop disney it, plus drop you it know? on disney plus make the corona wish <laughs> just, i just, guess that would be a, a wish but just, not really. just i beg you this would be one and we'll get to this in a second but that'd be such a cool move if they did put on disney plus yeah um no time to die as we discussed last week Antlers, which was a Disney movie as well, and Fast and the Furious 9, and Venom 2. Venom 2, was, uh, which was like two minutes ago. Yeah, Venom 2, just yeah. that news just dropped. What's interesting about uh, Fast and the Furious 9, it's being pushed from May 20, uh, sorry, 22nd, 2020, to April 2nd, 2021. Yeah. So it's getting an almost year delay. Do you think they needed to reshoot? Like, is that like, they were like, oh, you know what? This gives us the opportunity to make this movie better. Maybe, but they also, next April was when Fast 10 was supposed to come out. Right. So, so now it's like, are you going to have two movies in one year? Are there going to be two Fast and the Furious next year? Or maybe they just delayed that one for exactly, another year? Exactly, because there has be, there have been delays with a lot of productions, which we'll get into as well. Yeah. Are they kind of, kind of, trying to prevent the preventative measures of like, hey, we know we can't shoot 10 this year, so let's kind of put all of our eggs in our basket next year for nine. Yeah, like that It seems like... Makes what, sense, right? It makes sense. It's a big delay, and it was the biggest delay until just now they announced Venom 2 is moving from October of this year to December 2021. That's Not even sh- October of the following no, year, December. That's a 14-month delay. Um, again, we spoke last week. We we already said that uh, Bond moving is going to have a domino effect on movies. So, again, it feels very up in the air of what this year at the movies is going to look like, as well as next year at the movies. Because as we know, next year we have Jurassic Park. We have four Marvel movies. We have Batman. Yeah. We have Suicide Squad. We have um, Avatar 2. Yeah. Avatar 2 is next year, right? Yeah, next December. Yeah. Um, we have I'm such pretty sure Suicide Squad, you know, like we have such big movies coming out next year. Uh, Mission Impossible, I said already, right? I didn't hear you say Mission Impossible, but now oh, it's you worth have. worth. But like even again. the Little Mermaid, they've they've postponed yeah. like all sh- shooting on the on the Little Mermaid. So all these other films that are coming out later on are also being pushed back. That yeah. they're still in like production. Yeah, so it's a it's a big domino effect of things being pushed and maneuvered. So. Again, we're going to keep you updated on all of this. And again, it can feel very scary in what's going on in the world. But I think what's important is that when you see all these delays and these pushing of movies happening, this is a good thing. Yeah, This is something that companies are looking at and reacting and being like, hey, you know what? We could prevent a lot of things by just 
changing this. Right. Right. So this is a good thing that this is happening. And I'm, I'm glad that it's, it feels scarier because it's all happening at once, yep. but it's happening all at once because I think there was almost a delayed reaction to this whole virus and everything. Right. Yeah. Looks like um, I'm just looking at it right now, but it looks like Hollywood could take a twenty billion dollar, dollar impact Woo. with this coronavirus. Twenty billion dollars for Hollywood is a lot of money. That's a huge. Seeing that not a lot of money is being rev- like being brought back because again, a lot of people are not going to the theater as much, and this year is going to be a definite drop because oh for sure we have no movies to go watch for sure. Um, we found out as well, too, uh, just through social media that AMC in the States, um, Alamo Drafthouse is another one, and Cineplex here in Canada, that they are reducing their um, occupancy, occupancy by 50%. So if you are planning on going to the movies or if you are catching a show, you'll have a lot less people going to watch them because they want to be able to allow people to have some space when they're watching these movies, which is really cool rather than them fully closed they still want people to have a normal life of course mm-hmm. and this is a way of doing that so do, do they only sell like would you think they they strategically make seats available that have gaps in them in a sense like okay if you buy for reserve 14 a you can't buy 14 b uh it's possible or maybe 14 c would be open like maybe like i'm just thinking about it. what if you go with a like your 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 wife or your your husband and you need to sit down next to them do they allow sitting down next to right them? um it's interesting that's an interesting uh, question so i'm gonna i'm gonna do a check and obviously this may not be the most up-to-date information i'm on the cineplex site right now and when i'm looking at their seating it still allows me to select any seat i want okay but who knows is, is that good? but there's also no seats sold for bloodshot tonight in imax so yeah. i can't uh say for certain what happens if i try and buy a seat right yeah um I'm just curious, how is that going to be, uh, for lack of a better word, policed? Or how is that going to be looked after in theaters? Are they going to have certain seats like sectioned off or kind of markered for people to sit in? Like it's, uh, it's very, it's very it's, interesting. It's, well, this is the first time this this is, has ever happened. So um, I don't think they've had a have a game plan. Like no one has a game plan. Not no country has a game plan for this. And this is kind of like a an eye opener to understanding a pandemic and right. what to do because and how to prevent it I, and right? how to prevent it. because in the future this is kind of gonna i i sense that pandemic like this type of virus is gonna happen more frequently yeah almost like a, a snow day in yeah. a sense you know like what do we do in a scenario where we have a virus that is 10 times more um infectious than a flu right you know and the thing is too with this it's important to know like Stay up to date on your official government's website here yep. in Canada on the Government of Canada website. Get the facts. Get Know the facts. Just don't spread fear. Understand what's happening. And I think you feel a lot better once you kind of realize the reality of it instead of just kind of tuning into the news or social media and just seeing like fear mongering happen, yep. right? Yep. Um, Anthony sent me this great breakdown right now, which again will be in the show notes that you can look at. All the shows and movies that are delayed right now because of coronavirus. TV is like hugely affected like, yeah forget I mean, about tv but tv is like crazy affected yeah. in this. so there's a lot of different shows in here um just a quick breakdown when you see like stranger things atlanta fargo c mythic quests for all mankind uh the bachelor uh <laughs> the flash Grey's anatomy of course and this is something that 
all these shows this is happening because it's all about being preventative, right? Yeah. If they don't need to worry about having people there that day, then let's pause production and let's return when things have settled down a bit, right? Yeah. Um, Even Shang-Chi, like the director of Shang-Chi yeah. uh, put himself in Sci- isolation, yeah. which is uh, uh, Destin Daniel. Yep. Um, he wasn't feeling well. So they stopped production. Mm-hmm. They said, go to isolation. And like when you isolate yourself, you're isolating for 14 days. Yeah. So that means you're not talking to anyone for four. That's a long time. Yeah. For film. Or like because physically talking to them, right? Like physically talking. Yeah. You're, you're not communicating or touching or interacting with people where you shouldn't have. Right. Um, and that's a long time, yeah. especially in the film industry. 14 days is like 14 days of production. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. But also uh, on note on that, uh, they did mention that it's first unit production that they're pausing. So they're still made on movie sets. There's like a first unit, which is usually with the director and the main cast. And mm-hmm. you have a second unit sometimes handles, let's say like the stunt work or maybe a little bit more shots that aren't featuring the main cast. Mm-hmm. So I think the second unit is still going on. And the director of Shang-Chi also just had a baby. So he was at a hospital. So that's why he also wants to make sure that he's always right. okay and right. taking care of that. Right. Yeah. It's again, it's uh, it sounds very scary when you're just, thinking about it, especially people like us or listening to the show who watches movies so you know what virus and like this isn't this isn't contagion like it isn't something like that no it's not creating like some sort of like yeah it's not like, are, the, it's not are, like the walking are, dead you know what i mean yes people are dying and yes it's still a lot of people but it's not like mass casualties right on a global scale no and and it's something that people with weaker immunes or elderly people are more susceptible to it or at least susceptible to not being able to fight it off obviously because their immune systems so with underlining issues uh, issues, medical issues and lung issues right still at the end of the day there's still people dying we don't want to like cause that for them um but yeah imagine if it wasn't imagine if it was like man it was scary it's very 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 scary for sure and that's why i think what we're doing right now with the preventative measures and all mm-hmm. that, this is important that this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, continuing on with our story, um, a very, this was a shocker for me as well too. So kind of, we have a, just one or two more Corona related events. Uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson test positive for the coronavirus. This is coming from Alex Stebbin of Variety. So Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson announced that they have tested positive for COVID-19 and they're the first celebrities to go public with the diagnosis um, or diagnosis. What's interesting about this, though, just cutting from the article, I think once somebody as well known and loved as Tom Hanks announces it, it puts a face to something like this. And it's Mm -hmm. almost like as soon as that was announced, that's when the world started taking it seriously. Yeah, it happened like it happened right after... The NBA. The system. NBA. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was, was it when Thursday night, Thursday night, Thursday yeah. night, Trump did his speech to, to the, to the American public. And after that speech, the NBA, and after the NBA, it was Tom Hanks. And I didn't want to believe Tom Hanks because it was just so. It's such like it's, a hoaxy sounding story. Yeah, so right? it, it was a very hoaxy and it was so random because it's like, oh, they, they got it in Australia. Yeah. Cause he's and down there shooting the Elvis yeah. uh, biopic. Right. And it felt like, all these things happen so quickly. It was just so spontaneous. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Yeah, it's so strange. Like, it was just like, oh, Tom Hanks. Like, yeah. what? And um, I didn't know Tom Hanks is diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so and, that, like, and that, this virus apparently loves people who have sugar intake issues. Oh, great. So it loves sugar. Yeah. So, and what do diabetics not produce? Right. Enough or produce too much? Or I think they don't produce enough of sugar. 
or the right, other way and then they have to have yeah. like the insulin shots. And stuff. So, yeah, it sucks for, if you're a diabetic and you get this virus. It's very severe. Yeah, with you just have to make sure you're looking out for yourself. Yeah. Um, what I found really sweet was that Tom Hanks and his wife they posted a picture to Tom's Instagram, and he said. Um, I want to thank everyone here down under who are taking such good care of us. We have COVID-19 and are in isolation, so we do not want to spread that to anyone else. There are those of whom who could lead to very ser- serious illness. We are taking it one day at a time. There are things we can all do to get through this by following the advice of our experts and taking care of ourselves and each other. No? Remember, despite all current events, there is no crying in baseball. Right. Such There's a no ni- crying in baseball? So, Tom Hanks being like the ever beacon of hope there, which yeah. is nice. Um, I thought that was really nice that he did that. His son also tweeted. Very, such a, you've probably you know, seen tw- it, it's gone it viral. Was, it was Instagram, right? Yeah, he was, po- he literally was like, yo, what's up, guys? You know, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, my, my parents. His shirt was are, off, right? Yeah, I was like, like, dude, what are you doing? Like... It just it's just so str- it's just cuz oh, every time Chet. I think of Tom Hanks's son I think of uh, Colin Colin Hanks, right? Yeah. Who actually looks so much like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um and then you like you see his other son who's just like, "Yeah, shit's crazy. My parents have coronavirus." Uh it's just like, oh, "Okay, like cool." It's so it's so weird. Yeah, he's a very weird strange dude. strange dude. Strange dude. Uh, but, but again, we wish yeah. Tom and everyone anyone 100%. dealing with this all the best cuz yeah. it, it can be scary, but we could we could go through this, you know? Yeah um yeah it's <laughs> it's so much so much different shifting around of things uh really quickly just to end off um our corona section of the news for today CinemaCon 2020 has been canceled over coronavirus concerns this is coming from matt donnelly of variety uh CinemaCon, as you know is a major event that happens in vegas and it's where a lot of studios go to reveal casts and promotions and everything like that further movies coming out um we had a, a show about CinemaCon last year where we kind of dove into all the announcements and everything like that um uh, and that this- and that's part of um so CinemaCon, south by southwest i'm pretty sure other festivals that are down the pipeline are going to probably be canceled, canceled yeah for sure or, we've already uh, heard and, like a toronto comic-con has been yeah. postponed or canceled there's a lot of anything where there's going to be a large amount of people in one area yeah they want to make sure like hey let's prevent anything from any type of thing of spreading yeah. at this point right i think the next big film festival is um cans 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 yeah and they haven't yeah. canceled anything yet well they they will be that's yeah I, I, I hope I, so i assume they're, um but. we already heard like disney world and disneyland are closing in Universal yep. Studios starting Saturday. Yep. When they start closing, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Matt Rohrbeck, who actually hosts the Entitled Movie Podcast, he was just there last week. Um, and I think it was a lot quieter compared to... Um, or this week in general has been a lot quieter, obviously, because a lot of people are scared of going out in mass big areas, right? Yeah. Um, um, I know California had um, some sort of... I, the California Disney land mm-hmm. had an outbreak and that kind of spawned that does disney world which is much bigger to right. close as well right and they haven't closed ever like there was only cer- so certain uh, the last times. time it closed was uh, 9-11 9-11 and closed and after that was before that was like jfk yeah yeah like things like that's things crazy like that um i actually have it here from ryan parker the hollywood reporter 
so Disneyland will shut down operations due to coronavirus. The Walt Disney Co. said on Thursday, the closure takes effect on Saturday. Universal Studios will also said is also said to be closing. This marks only the fourth time Disney has closed um, since opening in July 17th of 1955. Um, the first one was after the 1994 Northridge earthquake. Um, after that was 9-11 and for a period of time during the Kennedy assassination as well too. Um, and Disney actually released a statement saying, well, there have no been, there have been no report of vir- uh, cases of COVID-19 at Disneyland resorts after carefully reviewing the guidelines of governor California's executive order and the best interest interest of our guests and employees. We are processing, uh, proceeding, sorry, with the closure of Disneyland park and Disney California adventure beginning the morning of March 14th, um, through the end of the month, the company said in a statement, it added hotels of Disneyland resort will remain open until Monday, uh, March 16th to give guests the ability to make necessary travel arrangements. Downtown Disney will remain open. Um, we will monitor the ongoing situation and follow the advice of our federal state officials. And what's great about this as well, too, is that Disney will continue to pay their employees during this, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. huge. Um, I, I think without question, that is something that needs to be happening as well. Yeah, right. 100%. Um, one cool thing, and I know this is not about the, like movies in general, but right. um, Disney California or Disney Event Disney Adventures or Disney oh, California, California Adventures, Adventures yep. announced that they are um, they're doing their Avengers Campus. Yeah, and it's supposed to open July 18th, right? Which probably will be postponed. Maybe, yeah. But um, this looks interesting. This is like their first like a, like Marvel themed uh, area of the park feature yeah. of. Um, of within a Disney yeah. park. And it looks amazing. I encourage all of you to check out the Avengers campus online. Just type in Avengers campus on Google. You'll see it. Um, it looks amazing for those for a little inside baseball for you because universal in Florida has the rights to Marvel in the parks. We'll never see really a Marvel presence in any of the Disney world parks. So that's why Disneyland in California is able to do this. Right. So it's actually going to be beside the Guardians of the Galaxy Tower of Terror. Right, um, right, right. Mission Breakout, which is a phenomenal ride. Um, so I cannot wait to go to California whenever that time comes again, because I, I love California, but to check this out. And what it's really cool, too, is that they have a Spider-Man ride. Yeah, they call it uh, Web Slingers. Web Spider-Man Slingers? Adventure. Um which oh, and it's Tom Holland Spider-Man yeah. there too, which only makes me think that even after the Spider-Man deal next year, like their third movie, like there's no way he doesn't continue to be within the MCU. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But yeah, that's um, that's a crazy week. Crazy, crazy week. Crazy week. I never, it, I, to, I've never experienced this. Right, because it feels like anytime you open up social media, it would be like. And now this. Yeah. And now this is happening. And now the NHL is suspended. And now NBA is suspended. And this, right? I'm pretty sure by the end of next week, we'll have more cancellations. Probably. Postponed uh, events. And we'll continue keeping you up to date. Yeah, we'll keep you all up to date. And, of course, if anything changes on our end with recording, we will let you know 100%. Yeah. We want to keep doing the show. But as we said earlier, you know, health and safety comes first. And if it means us finding a way to record the show from each of each other's homes and we'll put a show together that way too. We'll find a way of doing it. You know what I mean? We could put Shay in a, in a bag. Shay in a bag. Put him in a bubble, bubble. like bubble boy. Yeah. 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 We could do that hundred percent. Or we could just record from 
each other's houses. You know? How though? How There's, are you gonna do that, dude? The technology is not there. It's there. It's there. It's I don't there. Know, man. But I think we should focus on some good more news. Good yeah. news now. Let's, let's talk about good let's news. Get some good news. This one made me really happy. Peter Jackson's Beatles documentary Get Back will release in theaters in September. This is coming from Gem Eswad of Variety. Walt Disney Studios has acquired the worldwide distribution rights to filmmaker Peter Jackson's previously unannounced Beatles documentary Get Back. Uh, which creates a new film from hundreds of hours of footage that spawned the group's 1970 swan song album, Let It Be. The Beatles' Get Back will be released by Walt Disney Studios in the United States and Canada on September 4th, with additional, with additional details of dates uh, coming to follow. What do you think of this? Are you a Beatles um, fan? Mm, I respect what they've done. I just yeah, yeah. don't listen to the Beatles' music. I got you. Um, but I'm, I'm interested in seeing a documentary directed by yeah. uh, Peter Jackson. Dude, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously, like there's a giant poster hanging over us right now. Yes. Uh, absolutely adore the Beatles. And especially towards the ends of the Beatles' time together when they stopped touring and they just were becoming a studio band get back with such a iconic moment because it was like a live performance that they did. And we saw what Peter Jackson did with, um, the, what was it? Was a world war one movie he did? Yeah. So, um, they will not be forgotten or something like yeah, that. They will not be, we're uh, going to get the name of that right now, but what he did with that movie and restoring footage from the first world war and making it look like colorizing it, fixing the frame rate. They will not grow old. They will not grow old. That's yeah. it. Um, phenomenal work he did on that. They shall not grow old. They shall not grow old. Um, check that one out if you haven't, because the Man, work yeah. that he did on it is absolutely unreal. So I'm, I can't wait to see what he does with this documentary come September. Yeah, like the footage I'm guessing is still pristine. Is was shot on film, but like he'll be able to kind of maybe give it a higher frame rate yeah. and clean it all up, clean and, it all up, and hopefully tell a great story. Because yeah. like there's uh, of all the character of all the icons in history i feel like the beatles don't really have a lot of movies about them you know what i mean there right. really haven't been a lot of beatles biopics there's right. been like i know like a john lennon movie with um what's his face I'm, jared leto no jared leto actually did a john where he's the one who killed uh, he's the one john who lennon um, we're talking about documentaries we're talking about do- oh. sorry not documentaries uh there's there's a lot of different beatles documentaries but like movies about the beatles themselves right. too um I'm, why am I blanking on his name right now? Oh my god! I'm gonna get his name for you. No, in nowhere, boy. Why can't I remember his name? This this is crazy because he's a great actor, uh, and my and my mind's just uh, blanking right now. Is it so? This documentary is it the one where like they go on through the Aaron roof? Johnson? My God, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't Aaron know. Aaron Taylor Johnson. But um, this story is this is the last like this is their last album. Her, is this the one where they're on the top of a a rooftop yeah like the simpsons episode exactly okay and it's been parodied and like done so much throughout history with stuff so uh yeah i'm i'm so down for this and again as a huge fan of the beatles i'm so on board with this and i can't wait to see what this looks like right uh ron howard did a really good documentary a few years ago on the beatles as well called uh like the touring years it's called eight days a week and it's all about the beatles when they were touring uh, which is another really great documentary that has such incredible footage in it um, so I'm hoping Peter Jackson makes his mark on this as well too. I can't wait. Yeah, really maybe he'll um, he'll put some 
Lord of the Rings things. I was going to say, it. maybe some hobbits will be in it, man. Some hobbits show up, eh? <laughs> and some monsters, and then the, the, the Beatles, Beatles have to fight them? They'll ha- be, have to fight. Like, he can make anything, right? <laughs> he can do so, it. So, like, John Lennon is just shooting He's rainbow just, like, shit <laughs> out, of, out of his voice. And They're then, all dressed up, like, in their Sgt. Pepper uniforms, Yeah, too. Ringo's, like, drumming on shit, and it's the powers of the drums are killing... This Sauron, I'm down for it. Yeah. I'm here, dude. I, now I want it. Now I want to cross over. Uh, continuing on with the news this week uh, Dracula movie in development at Blumhouse uh, with Karen uh, Kasuma directing. This is coming from Dave McNary of Variety. So, Jason Blum's Blumhouse Productions, which generated the horror hit The Invisible Man, has launched development of an entitled Dracula movie. Uh, Karen Kasuma whose credits include Destroyer, The Invitation, and Jennifer's Body, is attached to direct the Dracula Project. Uh, Matt Manfredi and Phil Haig, who teamed up with Kusama on Destroyer and The Invitation, are writing the scripts. The project is not set at a studio, but Blumhouse has a first-look deal with Universal and has partnered with the studio on The Invisible Man. So it looks like the real Blumhouse is taking over another iconic... Or just they're just continuing to pump out amazing horror movies. Yeah. And I think this is a great pairing. Did they buy the rights to these, like from Universal, or are they just taking on the the monster universe from them? I don't know, because like Cause now it seems like they're heading towards they're, that. Anything like I just I really dig what they're doing, because like with the Dark Universe was kind of leaning more into the fantasy, like Invisible Man leaned more into like a technological technological thriller. Right. Um, I'm down to see a Dracula movie. You know what I mean? Like, can you make Dracula not a vampire? I don't. Well, I. I think Dracula has to stay a so, vampire. So, so it, it needs to be some sort of supernatural yeah. part of this. But do you think it will be like a modern day Dracula? Or do you think they're going to make this like, oh, the year 1300 Dracula? No, I think it would be modern day. I hope so. I hope so. I think that would be really cool. There was that Eddie Murphy movie where it was like a modern day Dracula. You remember it? It was a Vampire in Brooklyn. It was a good good movie. Is it a good oh, I haven't seen it. It's funny. It's just I was thinking of the like Haunted this, Mansion, the Disney movie. <laughs> no, it's Vampire in Brooklyn. It's like this it's Eddie Murphy playing a vampire, but in modern nineties Brooklyn, which is kinda like it's funny. All right, I'm down for it. Um, um who do you see playing Dracula? Ooh. Adam Driver. Adam Driver has a face. <laughs> he has he has, he has a, like a he has, uh, I I'm can not see being him, mean, uh, but he has a crooked face, which is kinda like <laughs> He has a crookedy face and he has one big uh, ear, so yeah. you kind of suspect he could be Dracula. But he's like he's a, he's a good-looking guy, though. Adam he Bradley. is, but yeah. he could also be he could also be in, uh, like a uh, hunchback, of, yeah, like a hunchback <laughs> man God. or something. Yeah, he can play a hunchback in Notre Dame for sure. Yeah, um, uh, Dracula needs to be like like he needs to be like suave. Like you, like you want to see almost like slick Dracula. Yeah. You want to see? Do you think that'll be the take they have on it? But you need someone who's like really good at like portraying. Almost like a pretentious. Yeah, almost well, like he, he has uh, to be pretentious. Like, almost like Christian Bale's character in American Psycho. Yeah, like Pat- Patrick yeah. Bateman is that his name? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Isn't, or is that the actor's name? No, that's 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 uh, Jason Bateman. Jason no, 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 Bateman. That, that's Patrick. a mistake I made a few episodes yeah. ago. Patrick I don't Bateman. know. I don't know who would be a great like, and they have to be tall. Dracula has to be yeah. tall, so it has to be a tall actor. So Danny DeVito, yeah. Maybe maybe uh, Army Hammer. Oh, Army Hammer would be a good choice too. Yeah, yeah. he has like, a very like stoic presence. His face is very kind though, so I don't know if he can. You think pull, so? Yeah, he has like a kind but he, face. But he, he can pull off pretentious to me, like him in Nocturnal Animals and yeah. Social Network. He's very much just like, Daddy, yeah. can you solve this problem for me? That's my Army Hammer impression. How'd that sound? Uh, 
Yeah, it sounds exactly like him. It sounds sounds like he did, right? Yeah. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> but who do you who do you want to play Dracula? Oh, Adam Driver. Oh, okay, cool. I want Adam Driver to play. Oh. I want to I could see Adam like, Driver. Adam Driver's tall, yeah, he can play. He's super tall, yeah. He could also play like a like a hunchback even. Again <laughs> with the hunchback. <laughs> like if they do a hunchback type of movie oh, where Oh, man. Yeah, he he would he'd be great for that. But <laughs> yeah, cool, man. Dracula. Uh, continuing on with the news, our last news story this week is another horror movie, a Scream reboot to be directed by Ready or Not filmmakers. Uh, so this is coming from Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter, our boy Boris Kitt. Uh, the reboot of Scream has found its directors. Uh, Matthew uh, Bettinelli? Open? Oh man, I should have read this name before. And Tyler Gillett uh, will helm the horror movie. They directed last year's cult horror movie, Ready or Not. Have you seen Ready or Not yet? No, I haven't had a chance to. So good. So, so is good. Is that the one with, like, they're in the southern time? Like, it's like a... It's a, it's a current day, but they're the mansion they they're in like it's like a very old. Oh, like, okay. I thought it was not current day. No, no, it's like, current day. But is it in the states? It's in the states. Yeah, like a southern state. Yeah, like uh, Samara Weaving is in it. Adam Brody, not uh, yeah, Adam Brody, not right. Adrian Brody. Adam Brody's in it, um, and it's like the house is very medieval feeling though. Right, right, right. So right. it's basically the 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 night of their marriage. They have to play a game because the family's. They're, they're makers of board games and stuff like that. Right. And the game that she chooses is hide and seek. Um, and it basically is just survive the night and not die. Um, oh, really, wow. really good movie. Really, cool. really fun and very self-aware. So it's very funny as well. Um, the two alongside colleague Chad uh, uh, Vilela uh, are known for the collective horror making group Radio Silence. Um, he will act as one of the producers of the film as well. Details on this iteration of Scream are scarce. It's unclear whether this is a reboot or a continuation of the story, which uh, is the tack taken by a lot of movie sequels. Uh, it is also unclear if Spyglass, who is a production company behind it, um, is taking like a multi-platform approach to the horror brand. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like I love Scream. I love the the franchise. Yeah. Um, I thought the last one was really good too. Like mm. the last Scream. When did uh, the last Scream come out? I want to say. 2011 yeah so yeah it wasn't like too, too long ago no it wasn't it wasn't too it started um um emma roberts yeah yeah she was the, the well spoiler or she was the killer but um <laughs> yeah i love the scream series i would love a reboot i've only ever seen one and two and i love both of them oh okay yeah sorry for spoiling oh it's okay dude I don't. well mind. you know what you had your chance <laughs> i've had 23 years to watch it pretty much yeah um do you see this taking the route of like a Halloween or a lot of these movies that are just doing a direct sequel to a certain one? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's hard to say because they're all sequels. Like they, they're all the screams are exactly like they they follow after the last one, right? So I think it would be a reimagine, a reimagine, yeah, of the series. Of the series. Sure, I'm down for it because because you can't really iconic... make a sequel to it because they've already have sequels. Well. Um, and they have the original cast participate in those sequels. So it's not like um, Michael Myers where right. you have like so many different versions of it and it was cheapened out. Like Scream series was always t- taken well care of. Right. I think the the weakest one would be Scream 3. Did you Have you ever gone as like Halloween growing up? Did you ever go oh, as yes. Ghostface? Yeah, of I course. Did. Everyone has. Yeah. I went like, in a grade... I want to say grade three or grade four. Grade four? Yeah. That's a young age. But that's the thing. But, but those are like, because it was like, what, the early 2000s? Like, those were the popular costumes. Yeah. And like, I remember I was, 
I just was going to get like like the original one, which a lot of people had. But I'm like, no, I need to get the one with the pump. That when you pump it, like the blood goes down the face. Right, 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 right. And that mask used to terrify me. But when you wore it, you felt powerful. So it's it's very easy costume to wear too. <laughs> it's like costume, you're yeah. wearing a black cape and then um, a mask yeah. with a knife. And then the year the year before, I, yeah, I went as a. A Nazgul the year before. So oh, yeah, you had like the black, yeah, like from Lord of the Rings, like yeah. the guys with no face. Yeah. So the, the year after that or the year before that, I was like, I already have this costume. Let me just add this ghost face now. So it's just. You, keep you were a Nazgul? That was a Nazgul, yeah. No. Yeah, dude. Really? I had the giant sword as well, too. Like, it was so cool. So I remember going to Party City. You can't be Nazgul, Daniel. Why can't I be a Nazgul? No, man. Why, man? No, you can't be. Nazgul. Why? Tell me why. Because I was, I, was, I was a grade three. You were grade three when yeah, you were dude, in school? Dude, I was whenever Two Towers came out. That was 2002. Too young to be in Nazgul. I was nine. I was in Nazgul, bro. Too young. Dude, but I love Lord of the Rings, though. No, so, you could be a hobbit. Oh, yeah. I was 100% the right age to be a hobbit. <laughs> or right? The right You're height. a hobbiton. I'm a hobbiton. <laughs> I'm a hobbiton. No, but dude, I was in Nazgul. I have the sword still in my basement. Like, my basement probably still, too. It was so cool. It was like well, the height of the me. The year after that was, before that was like Buzz Lightyear? Year? Or no, no, I was, was Buzz Lightyear when I was a lot. Uh, I was probably six when i was oh. buzz that year so i i halloween was one of those things growing up that i always won best costume because i always came to win every year did you win as nazgul of course i did i had no which, face bro which one i was just like the guy i was just like it was a black hood i know but they all they're all kings of, of I, I was the main one because i had the, the big ass sword oh yeah the i was the main sword. guy and then yeah i think i was a nazgul first and then i was the ghost face um and then i obviously went for pedro from napoleon dynamite one year I've like I still have like a bag of all my costumes that we should you don't do uh, Halloween this year. We will. We'll, yeah. We should dress up as we should, Yeah, we should dress up. We didn't dress up this year. Well, no, we didn't. No, we yeah. kind of skipped it. Well, we did our Halloween episode. I know, but we should like do uh, an episode where we dress up. We should definitely dress up and, ref- and film it. Yes, we'll start planning that. Is 100%. Halloween going to be canceled this year? <laughs> I hope. Oh no, yeah. I hope not. We'll I'm still pretty dress sure up, it will. Though. Yeah, we'll yeah. still dress up though. But yeah, the Halloween is going to be Corona. Yeah. Or or COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. That sounds like a horror movie already. Oh my god! You, imagine all the COVID nineteen movies that Hollywood is about to. Produce. Oh god! Like there's the writers right now that are in self quarantine are just like, let's go. That's us. That's like, us typing. Yeah, that's us typing. <laughs> god. So that's into the news this week. Let's get into the box office. Ching. So as we mentioned, uh, a lot of theaters are taking preventative measures right now to reduce the seating, uh, but don't blame. Th- the current box office entirely on Corona. Cause right now it's looking at onward coming in for around $16 million this weekend. And it's second weekend. Um, we also have bloodshot that is opening up that opened up on Thursday night, Friday uh, with Vin Diesel. And it's only looking to make around, around 8.4 million this entire weekend. Yikes. That's a big, uh, that's a big blow, but it's also, not a movie anyone's really talking about. So and it, it's coming out at a really bad yeah, time. Yeah, I think well. Onward's going to be number one for a really long time. It's possible. I mean, like, when I, I was just talking to one of my friends who saw Bad Boys 2 this week. Uh, he And Bad Boys 2 came out two months ago. Literally, this weekend, two months ago. And he said his theater was packed. Really? For yeah. Bad Boys? And, like, we're seeing how well it's doing at the box office. I think a lot of movies that have already are in theaters are going to stay in theaters maybe a bit longer because... There's not really a lot else to watch right now, right? I yeah, mean, like we were looking forward to all these films. A Quiet Place, yeah. like Mulan, New Mutants. Like we were finally ready to see what it was. 
um bond bond of course like and it's it sucks but it's also like it's necessary but for us who have a show literally called the movie podcasts it makes it hard to watch movies outside of our own homes right now. maybe we should call it the corona podcast i don't know if we should change that name i don't think it's a positive name to change it to but corona would would get listeners it would but it would also make us associated with this is your show now (laughs) this is all you could ever talk about yeah well Um, so it seems like that's what we're going to be talking about for the coming weeks do you think going forward though because we we alluded to this a little bit earlier in the show do you think going forward that any studio like disney that has a streaming service paramount they don't have their own but they have partnerships with others like do you see them maybe diverting from the theater route entirely and being like you know what Let's put this movie right. Let's put New Mutants on Disney Plus. Let's let our people watch it at home, and that way, let's put Mulan right on Disney Plus. Or do they charge a premium and be like, "Yeah, you could rent Mulan on if you have Disney Plus, but it's ten dollars or twenty dollars to rent it, right. like pay per view." Do um, you see that happening? I, I like the idea of watching it on Disney Plus as a as an add on where I would pay to watch it yeah. for ten dollars. I'm just thinking about the the scheduling of all these other films because. Now you're going to have to find time to fit other films into the calendar year. Right. And you're also dealing with other films that are coming out. So how long does your film stay number one? Right. How much money does it actually make? Because another film is going to replace it. Because when you thought this date out, right. no one else was around. That's the thing, right? Um, so it's an interesting um, scenario because you got to think about all of other all the other productions that are in production right now which right. are probably postponed but then you have to think of the films that have already been shot and are edited or in editing so you don't really need the cast anymore you're you're in post production right are they going to still be made yeah you know and and that's one of those things like when, when you look at venom which already has been shooting is it, it's one of those things because that's such a vfx heavy movie does that vfx company or house that's doing the effects for it are they having preventative measures in place too mm-hmm. so they can't be working there. Um, so again, it's it's a snowball effect because I think the next two years at the box office, there's going to be a lot of shifting around. And as we all know, um, or for those who don't know, like these, these big movies that are coming out, these flags are planted down years in advance. Like I remember in 2016 hearing about Marvel has dates for 2021 to 2022. Yeah. And now that we're approaching that, even though we don't necessarily know all the movies in those slots, it's like they're all they're probably looking at that and being like, yeah, maybe all of our movies take a one position push now. So um, if we remember back when Spider-Man entered the MCU, Thor was supposed to have the Spider-Man spot. But because Thor uh, because we got Spider-Man, Disney's like, hey, you know what? We're going to put Spider-Man where Thor was, and everything got shifted. So I'm curious if that's going to be the scenario going forward, too, where, like, Black Widow, for example... If Black, Black Widow will probably be postponed. If, if it gets postponed, obviously, they haven't said it is We're yet. We're looking April... End of April, beginning of May. Yeah. Uh, it's May 1st it's supposed to open, but does Disney look at that and, like, you know what? Let's put Black Widow where The Eternals is, which is in November, and push all of our movies like kind of just shift everything because because they have those slots already you know what i'm saying it's also like the 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 commercial side of it like the the advertising like the marketing they have to redo all that that, and that costs a lot of money so it doesn't make sense to just 
I'm mean, just thinking about like Mr. Chip Chip, Mr. What's what? the, the what's guy that? who took over for Bob Iger. Oh, Bob Chapik. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking entered at a wrong time. Dude, we're this just like, guy's yeah, like why Bob Iger? I just Iger? came from the parks. I was cutting trees and making but, you know. Now parks are closed and like Bob Iger's just like peace and like this guy's inheriting this. You know, yeah. like it's crazy. Because Disney stocks are lower right now. Yeah, right? low. Everything is yeah. like Disney took a huge hit because yeah. they own so much. They're going to take a, a big hit yeah. in Hollywood. Um, um, but I like as surprise and delight. I think Runaway should be on Disney Plus. I think they'll get more. Oh, uh, New Mutants. Uh, mean? Uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, did I say Runaways? Yeah. I always think of Runaways because they're like they they're very similar they're, in the yeah. the group style of setting. Um, but I think New Mutants. Yeah. Would be a great surprise and delight to appear on Disney Plus because it's such a it was a movie that was it's so delayed hell, and it's gone through hell. Just fucking get it this out is, there. This is However the fifth delay for this movie there. now. Yeah, yeah. The first I don't know how much money they were yeah. expecting to make, but the marketing right at this moment still isn't enough for the for people to even yeah. realize this movie's coming out. Yeah, and I think it'd be like imagine if they did make that would be a huge move. And Disney's like, you know what? We're putting this on Disney Plus. Yeah, and that way people will watch it will watch it under the the guise of being like, hey, you know what? I didn't like I didn't really pay for this. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're not paying extra for it. Like I'm just right. watching this now. That was pretty good. Disney didn't even really pay like they paid for it when they bought 20th Century Fox, but like they didn't really They didn't put up the production money. Yeah, for it, so it's right? already paid for. Yeah. It. And, so, but that's and that's the thing. It's like it'd be so it would be such a crazy move if they decided to yeah. put it out. And I think people would watch it in the same way way that we watch some Netflix movies and like, you know what? That's Hey, I don't like you. Don't feel the payment for it, you know? What I'm right, saying? right, so right. Like, hey, damn, that was pretty good, and I don't, I didn't feel like I spent fifty bucks at the movies tonight to watch that with somebody, you know? Right. Yeah, crazy times. Crazy times. Shall we get into some new trailers this week? Trailers. Trailers. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's you know I like. What? I like that one. And we'll. What was it? It's a trio. It's, it's meant a for a trio. And so I, we could have gone trailers, trailers, Sorry, trailers. No, we need we need the three of us to do it. Uh, we got a bunch of new trailers this week. This was Disney's week for trailers. Because, again, they're in that marketing push. Once those things are in place, you got to release it. You know? Yeah. Uh, so we got trailer for Black Widow, Jungle Cruise, The Third Day, Beastie Boys Story, and Pixar's Soul. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Black Widow. I love this trailer. It was a great trailer. I, really we learned trailer. more about Black Widow's character. So yeah. I always thought that the 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 her their co-stars were like kind of part of like some sort of group but i didn't know they were actually her family yeah so it like, seems like this is her real family it's appearing that way right? yeah because it seems like um um uh, what's her name uh rachel weiss rachel weiss is the mother is the mom yeah because yeah because it's uh, like don't talk to her mother like that yeah yeah so that's interesting because i thought she didn't have a family maybe she does well, now she does. Or maybe this is her adoptive family. You know, like you know it was I mean? a quote-unquote adopted family. Yeah. Like, that's what I thought it was, this, this family that just took her in. But yeah. it seems like, because she does look like the mom now. Yeah. Like, when you really look at it. Such a good cast in this movie, though, eh? Like, you have yeah. David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, uh, Florence Pugh, and, of course, Scarlett Johansson. And we don't really know who plays Taskmaster. Yeah, like, but... Look, look, he looks, I like. I looks, love the look of him. He looks really dope. Uh, and if you look closely too, with a lot of his moves in this trailer, it's like, oh, why is he doing the Wakanda forever? Like with the, with the gloves up and everything. Yeah. Like he that. has like a Captain America. Do you think he's a robot? Like a machine? Oh, man. I, I just think he's somebody that like just studies their moves. Like in the comics, I don't think he, I, if he's a machine, I'd be like, kind of like, ah, oh, he's a machine. But if he was somebody, I'm like, that's cool. Do you think he's like someone we've seen before? 
in the Marvel. It's like, like Robert like Downey so, Jr. <laughs> like someone else, like Within who we MCU forgot already? about. Maybe. Like I mean, it's it's possible, but I also hope that it's not just like a with Task Taskmaster is such a cool villain that like I hope they don't just he's not just like a one and done. Like I'd love to see him come back somehow. Yeah. Like he'd be such a cool character to see like on a like a not like a Sinister Six, but like on a like in a like a TV series in a TV series like a or something Plus like that, right? Series? In a Disney Plus series. So yeah. I'm hoping. Hope yeah. same with Florence Pugh. Like I hope she doesn't die in this movie. Like, no, I, like I don't it'd be so. cool if she continued the mantle. You know? And that could happen because yeah. you know Black Widow's dead, or yeah. is she? I think she's dead. I don't think so. She's dead in that in that uh, multiverse world. So we don't dead. know though. Uh, we saw her die though. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, people come back people to come life back, in right? comics so easily. It's true, but I I I I think her death in Endgame was such a well earned death that I wouldn't want to see it kind of rewritten i don't know daniel like, i don't know but again, i'm just gonna who say knows? she's alive she's she's she, alive somewhere she's alive okay <laughs> all right we also got the trailer for jungle cruise um meh meh yeah, yeah i'm I with was, you too like i don't know, I, I watched it and i thought i don't know i don't ugh. dwayne johnson emily blunt uh i thought the first trailer was better because the first trailer felt a lot more like the mummy right this one felt feels like a lot I don't know. It just doesn't. It's not something that's really interesting to me as much. Yeah, I'm it not just feels like a very predictable like, movie. You know, these two people going through a jungle, trying to find a like, eternal life or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like, like, I just feel like it's something that we've seen so many times before. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we got the third day. Uh, the third day trailer dropped. Uh, did you see this trailer? Uh, remind me again. This is a miniseries coming on HBO. This is with uh, Jude Law yes. and Catherine yes, yes, Watterson. Yes. What do you think? I put this trailer in. Yeah, actually. I was going to say because, like, man, I don't remember this trailer as much. Yeah, but so now it's a TV. Law, it's yeah. a TV series um, starring Jude Law, and it actually has a great cast. Yep. Um, it gave me the same vibes as Midsommar, where you know, a man go or in this case, Jude Law goes to a a town where it's very has some sort of mysterious background to it where he's now trapped on this kind of island because the road has kind of flooded and now he has to get out. And it just felt very A24 in a sense. Very cool, yeah. Um, and it's a TV series. And Jude Law is a great actor. And 100%. I love him and all everything he's, he's, he's done. He's had a the, great second half of his career. Yeah. Because like uh, some of the first movies that I ever saw him in were like the talented Mr. Ripley, which I think right. he's phenomenal in. But that's like 1998, that movie. Yeah. That's like early or late yeah. 90s, that movie. Um, and I've seen him like in the holiday, obviously he's, he's great in that and Sherlock Holmes and stuff. But I think he's been picking some really great roles in his later half of his career. Yeah. So this has like a very supernatural thriller type of yeah. feel for it. Do you know when this starts? Uh, I think soon. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, according, uh, it's starting May 11th, 2020. You know what starts this week? Tell me. Westworld 3. Oh, yeah, Wes. Are you excited? I am excited because <clears throat> I, I was thinking, like, what what comes after The Outsider? What am I going to watch Yeah, now? so, yeah. yeah, Westworld 3 comes out, and it takes place in the real world this this time. So. Yeah, and Aaron uh, Aaron Paul's in Aaron it. Aaron Paul's in it, and the CG in this, in this season looks fantastic. HBO's coming to play, man. Yeah. They're coming to play. Uh, we got the Beastie Boys story, which is obviously the, a documentary for Apple TV Plus yeah. about the Beastie Boys. Looks really well shot. Looks really cool. Directed by Spike Jones. Spike Jones, who you know, who directed her and uh, and 
it just it's just fitting for movies. for this yeah. guy to direct this film because it just it reminds me of like Spike Jones should direct the Beastie Boys. Yeah, he's um, very much of that because era, he's right? very much of that era. Yes, yeah. even too like when you think back to like we spoke about this like a few episodes ago or probably like five or six episodes like Spike Jones is one of the creators of Jackass mm-hmm. and like when you think about that it's such a weird thing because he's an Academy Award winning uh, writer and director but it's like he's a uh, He's part of that kind of like new wave of filmmakers. He he, he that, came from like skateboarding. Exactly, like that was like he took photos and shot videos. He's like that guy who was he's doing the fish that, eye. He's from that time, right? Yeah. Like, so you know, getting hurt was part of that idea of being a skateboarder and right. being you know careless in a sense. So. Yeah. So him doing something about the Beastie Boys, which are all about kind of like revolting and yeah. like that that scene where yeah. it's like a cross between like punk and rap it's like i think he's such a perfect fit for 100 percent. yeah so this looks really good and it's coming out on apple tv plus yeah looking forward uh, in to april it. yeah in april the final trailer we got this week was for pixar's soul yeah which made my soul happy because this looks so good yeah the first thing um i got from it was man the animation looks fantastic yeah they're they're like again we're coming off of onward last week which uh if you remember from our review on the show it didn't do too much for us uh, but again there were some moments of great visuals but this looks very much in the wheelhouse of inside out especially yeah. with the little soul characters they have like that that fuzz and that glow around them yeah. that remind me so much of like the different emotions and i feel like out. this movie is going to kind of like have this um <clears throat> everlasting message behind it like something yeah. that will re- res- will last with you yeah and resent with not resent uh, what's the word i'm looking for there's resonate with resonate you. yeah resonate with you for a very long time and it's a good pun because yeah. it's a music movie then you said resonate like yeah it's like gonna it's reverberate within you yeah. forever and it's like jazz too so oh, again it's so cool. they're, they're you like jamie fox is doing the voice like, yeah it looks great like it it's such really, a beautiful really like good. there's like the and i love the difference in the art styles in it when you see like the real world which just looks gorgeous how they animate it and yeah. then you see like the soul world which like has a very unique look to it which is very cool almost similar of like day and night the short film like not necessarily the the art style but just like how it's such like, a unique look to it yes and yes, almost yes, like yes. the shapes of them as well too who's directing this again pete doctor oh pete doctor yeah so pete doctor you'll yeah. know who directed inside out who directed monsters inc like yeah. he's he's done such big he's such a heavy hitter for yeah, uh, his Pixar. movies usually resonate for a while. Yeah, uh, Shane and I actually uh, met him at the Tiff Bell Lightbox. He was there with uh, Jonas, uh, who's a producer at Pixar, who just won for uh, Toy Story 4. Um, they were there showing Inside Out. Uh, we saw a clip of Inside Out, and we saw it watched Up. Uh, but yeah, Pete Docter directed Inside Out, Monsters, Inc., Up. Uh, he is doing soul and he also directed of course uh wally oh no wally was andrew stanton i apologize but they're all the pixar's directors are all kind of either producers or writers on the movie yeah. so yeah and they're geniuses like, they're masterminds they're like, they're like philosophers in a sense you know modern day philosophers and and these guys are all people that have been with pixar since pretty much the beginning so like they're mm-hmm. and pete doctor is actually the head of pixar now so yeah he took over for um uh, john lasseter john lasseter yeah um out this week absolutely nothing nothing thanks corona <sighs> yeah i was gonna say quiet place part two we can't wait to watch it we're gonna have to wait to watch it yep. uh john krasinski actually put out a statement and it was actually a really nice statement he said um let stay me tell home you, you filthy animals <laughs> you feel the animals he said one of the things 
I'm most proud of is that people have about our movie is that one you love to see together due to the ever changing circumstances of what's going on in the world around us. Now is clearly not the right time for that. He wrote to a letter to his fans as insanely excited as I am for us to watch this movie. I'm going to have to wait to really see what we can see it all together very soon. Um, so we'll have to wait a little bit longer for a quiet place. If you had to wager, would you say this movie's coming out in the summertime? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It has to come out this year. Yeah, I don't think it, it'll be delayed like, till next year. Yeah, like it, it, it's going to eventually come out. I don't think it's going to be a winter film. No. It could be like a... a April was such a good spot for it. Though, yeah, you know? because it was on its own. Now it's like you're going to have to find a spot where it can make money. Like at right. the end of the day, is they got to make money. Right. That, that's how these the world works in Hollywood. So yeah, I, I was thinking of yeah. like maybe October, but... You got Halloween in there. You got a lot of stuff happening. You have to think about like the virus or this virus at this moment in time hasn't really affected the American public as much as you think it has. Right. And it's only going to get worse because of the population growth and who like where people live and how they interact with those. So it might take a really long time for this film to come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe with uh, Venom moving, maybe they look at, hey, maybe we go to early October because Venom moved. Man. Um, there's a lot of a lot of maneuvering, but it's also one of those things that you don't want to go too prematurely uh, because if things change, you don't want to have to go through delaying it again. What I do really appreciate, though, which I wish James Bond did, is that they didn't put a date on it. They're like, you know what? We're keeping an eye on it. When the time is right, we'll release it. Yeah. I think that's smart. Don't put a date on it yet because then you're only opening up yourself for worse news you know yeah because I mean? they, they what if they delay it again you know exactly um what are we watching this week anthony what have you been watching well, i haven't been watching a lot because you know this corona has been my On the main mind? concern and right. you know you've been wa- i've been watching all these different press um um events press, and press events that, and yeah. and like informational stuff about it so i guess corona or covid would be part of that what did i watch right um but again the Outsider. I finished. We finished. Yeah, it finished this, this week. Uh, we finished this week, um, and the new Pope. Nice. What did you think? And of they the both. Ending? They actually both finished this week. Yeah. What did you think um, of the ending of the Outsider? Interesting. Uh, I thought, like, for me, I was expecting more. Me too. I was sure. expecting a lot more. I thought, you know, this. I don't want to spoil too much, but this being, uh, or this monster, who was you know affecting the lives of so many in this town. Um, would have a little bit more of a presence to presence it. and right. like an impact. Sure, he just kind of like came it, and it went. It kind of came or and maybe, went. And, I don't know. Who knows? Um, there was a there was also an after credit which I felt like didn't really. I think they could have been part of the episode. You didn't need to put that after the credits. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm like you. I honestly think because the show, I really enjoyed it. I just think that the show could have easily been like eight episodes yeah. or even six episodes if they really wanted to very yeah. because there's a lot of downtime in the show where i think they could have had a six to eight episodes like let's just pedal to the metal let's they, go they did it so well like they kind of <clears throat> led to this amazing event and then it just kind of fell flat yeah it kind of i fizzled. thought the opening sequence oh un- amazing was amazing Phenomenal. but then it's just it never reached l- those heights a after. lot of questions weren't answered and you wanted more and it's always this like at the end of a a series you always want the questions right for some reason they didn't want to give it to us unless they were planning it's definitely another another sequel coming a season uh how about the new pope did you like the ending um again another interesting ending to um 
to the sh- to a, an HBO show. Did I like it? Again, it felt flat and I don't know. It just is it opened for another season though? Probably. Well, no, I don't think so. Really? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. But uh, um, I think it's still like one of the best set designs in television. Yeah. Because it's just you know these rooms, these grand rooms of the Vatican that they probably had to make. You know. Of course. And the camera angles were fantastic. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that show is just a stunning looking yeah. show. It just took a really long time for Jude Law's character to return. Return. Got you. Uh, for myself, like I mentioned, uh, The Outsider. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy this week because I was in need of just like, what is a good feel good movie? And right. I, and I put that on. I also watched a couple episodes of Dirty Money, which is a Netflix series. Uh, uh, specifically, I watched an episode on a- um, Kushner. Andrew, is it Andrew Kushner? Right. Uh, Trump's, Trump's son-in-law. son-in-law. Yeah. Uh, scumbag. Uh, <laughs> I also watched Bruce Almighty because I was like, I'm just, I was in the mood for a Jim Carrey movie, and I'm like, again, let me just put on one that is just silly and it's a good movie to have on in the background. Uh, watching it this time though, I think the first half of the movie is so much better than the second half of the movie. Bruce Almighty? Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those movies I'm like, the first half is so good and funny, and then the second half I'm just like, all right, like this is let's just get somewhere with this. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. For uh that movie, Bruce Almighty came out in two thousand and three. Uh, but it feels very much like a movie that came out in like nineteen ninety five. It's it feels a very much a movie of the 90s than yeah. the early 2000s i gotta watch it again i, I just mm-hmm. i don't remember it as much as i used to yeah it was on sale actually it was on uh it was 4.99 on itunes i was like you know what i want to pick it up because right. i remember watching this a lot growing up uh i also watched uh got back to the crown so the crown is a series that i loved but i haven't been watching se- season three yet because uh the day season three came out the day after i left on my trip to florida last year and then i only ever watched one episode of it and then now that we have some spare time spare time and like my family's all kind of in the education system so they have some time off now um going back to uh watching that how's that how's it how's this because this is the 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 re like the time jump time jump yeah Uh, so you have like other people playing these characters so you have uh olivia coleman now playing the queen elizabeth herself and her majesty of course and you have Helena Helena Bonham Carter, who you'll know as, um, oh my God, Bellatrix Lestrange from Harry Potter. Right. She right. is playing Princess Margaret. So you have an all new cast in there playing the older versions of uh, the royalty. Um, it's great so far, honestly. It's the royals are such an interesting group of people in the world, and mm-hmm. especially seeing from this time period so we've seen them in the 50s 60s, now this is taking place in the 70s it's very interesting to see things that are happening and i re- what i really like about the show is that i'm on episode four right now um and the last episode basically took place during this giant mining accident that happened and it's interesting seeing how like the roy the royals respond to this incident that happened in wales and kind of what was happening then instead of just kind of being about their life it's you're seeing specific events in time through their lens, which I really like seeing. Right. Yeah. So it's a phenomenal show. So definitely, because I know you watched the the first. Yeah, like seasons, I watched yeah. the first and second season, but yeah. I haven't had the chance to watch the third one. Yeah, but I would and definitely. I think it's uh, because I like kind of like the younger like queen. Like I like the stories of yeah. the younger queen, and but now that they've kind of jumped, uh, did that did a time jump. I was like, I don't know about like growing like the un we'll say an older queen. 
but um yeah i'll uh i'll take some time to watch it no i got you and, and it's hard you know too because uh when you look back to the crown season one and two and claire foy is just phenomenal as right. the queen she's so good and uh you also have oh my god what's her name from uh the mission impossible Mr. movies and uh, everything vanessa kirby vanessa who plays kirby. princess margaret they're yeah. so good together but also olivia coleman and helena bottom carter are so good too right that like you don't even though like you don't even think about the first two seasons because i think you it feels like a natural extension which i think is the best compliment i could give it right, right yeah right. so it's very good um other than that yeah i haven't really like you i've been just been kind of watching a lot of the news which if you're someone like me who like you could feel that anxiety coming mm -hmm, on and mm -hmm. it's the news is definitely a place that you'll feel that limit yourself on what you're watching kind of stay in the know but also make sure you're making time for the things you love shabazz has been watching films he has been watching some movies as well too so he, he did promise us he would update us on his yeah. travel movies uh so he watched this week horrible bosses uh he watched charlie's angels on the plane which he uh, did not say it was the greatest movie, which is the the, the recent Charlie's the recent Angels. the one yeah. by uh, Elizabeth Banks, the Elizabeth Banks ones yes. for sure. Uh, he watched. Uh, he told me he watched Knives Out in the Philippines, and he watched White Chicks as well too. Cool. Why not? You're, why not? You got to keep your your spirits up, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of keeping your spirits up, I threw a question out earlier. Uh, so for our topic of the show, show slash kind of wrapping up the show, I wanted to ask you, Anthony. What are some movies that you're, are you kind of your go-to movies to keep your spirits up, to make you happy, those feel-good movies? You know yeah, what I mean? so you asked me this before uh, we started recording, and I, I was going through my library, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really have, or I don't think of a movie that, like, that I watch all the time that makes me feel good. Right. And the first movie I saw that kind of like, that I looked at, I'm like, yeah, I would watch this if I was feeling down low. Yeah. And that was Sicario. <laughs> like, Sicario is a movie that I'll, I can watch over and over again. Yeah. And even though it's the movie is not a feel-good movie, it right. makes me feel good. Of course. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's a phenomenal movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Like, feel-good movies don't always have to be... No, it doesn't have to be that happy ending, yeah. like, slow-motion hugs. That, no, it it's doesn't more of, like, that. you know... Saving Private Ryan. Like, yeah. that's another feel-good movie for me. And I know it's sad, <laughs> but it makes me feel good because I, I like the story. Of course. Um, what is another one you threw out there? You crazy person, you. What else did I throw you out said, there? What was the one at the very end of your movie list that you said? Mm. It starts with a Z. Oh, Zodiac. <laughs> yes. That's another movie I can watch over and over again. A phenomenal movie, yes. Yeah. No, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a feel-good movie, but it's phenomenal. But it makes me feel good. Like, why can't these I horrible with films, the Zodiac in, a set, so like, in terms of, like, you know, content, not be able to make me feel good? No, of course. You're right. Uh, okay, Toy Story. Great. But, like, I, I can't watch Toy Story all the time. No, I can't either. I tried putting on The Incredibles the week before I watched Onward, and I'm like, man, like... As much as I love this movie, I I'm like I don't want to watch it right now. Some you know? of, like a lot of animation films kind of age, like they show their age, and sure. you. And that's the one thing that I can say that animated films versus 3D animation films. Oh, in terms of like 2D, like 2D, hand like drawn hand versus drawn versus 3D, like 3D characters. 3D animation films can show their age real quick for sure because they don't look as good. While a 2D animation film looks 
good forever. Looks good forever, yeah. just because their the art, art style, form right? looks fantastic. Yeah. And I think that that holds true with like so many forms of art that like look at video games right like you have a, a unique art style in yeah. games that feels timeless but if you have something that's supposed to be photorealistic in 1999 like that's not going to look good 10 years later or four years later yeah. or one year later you know what yeah. i mean like it's it changes um you know for me i mean i think one of my favorite movies of all time is like ferris bueller so i think that's a movie that i could always go back to and and watch and like feel good and be happy watching it uh Dorothy wrote into the show saying that's one of hers as well, too. Uh, we had Sammy write into the show. He said Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One is one mm -hmm, of his. Mm -hmm. Nicole uh, <laughs> Nicole said Mulan with a bunch of crying faces. Um, Mulan is probably the biggest... Uh, sorry, Nicole is probably one of the biggest Mulan fans ever in the world. And uh, she was actually going to join us on episode 51, so the after. Because uh, uh, I know you were going to be away. Right. Um Again, a lot of things are up in the air right now, but Nicole was going to join us for our Mulan episode because that is pushed. Uh, we we will definitely still have her on the show. No, you got to cancel her. No. <laughs> you got to cancel no, her. She will, she'll, she'll be on the show whenever it does come out, so stay tuned for that. But what if I'm here? We'll, we're gonna we're gonna uh, kick who, you. Who are you gonna Shoot, kick out, Daniel? You guys are gonna share, no, we'll get another mic. You gotta. Well, why am I getting kicked out? Kick yourself out. <laughs> kick out Shay. We'll kick out Shay. He's not. We're, Shay's not here to defend himself. So we'll keep kick well, out Shay. That's the best part. <laughs> Shay, you're you're out. You're out. If you're listening uh, to this, or you're it'll be out. the four of us. Uh, we had Shane right in with the Lighthouse, uh, phenomenal movie. Yeah, definitely he wrote Lighthouse it. quite a bit. I heard he, he did. He did phenomenal movie though. Definitely yeah. watch it. Uh, we had Alyssa write in with Harry Potter. Shiraz wrote in with Harry Potter. A lot of Harry Potter. I think I literally started watching Philosopher's Stone yesterday. Um, I didn't finish it. That I didn't put it on my you list. Know what? But the last Harry Potter is another is a feel good movie yeah, for me. Hundred percent because they all fight and they die. All, <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, Parent Trap. This is another one. Dorothy wrote in Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan version, of course. Um, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great responses here. I think for myself, yeah, I said Ferris Bueller. I love. You said Iron Man. Iron Man. Oh yeah, you I was mentioned Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yeah. yeah, Iron Man's one of those movies that I don't know what it is. Like whenever I'm having I had a bad day or I just need to relax, like it's just one of those movies that like kind of like recenters me. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I think it's important to like focus on the things you love doing, and uh, especially when things can feel scary right now, like focus on keeping your mind occupied doing things that you love yeah take the time if you are having the time to be at home to yeah please be at home stay at home yeah enjoy you your family yeah. enjoy you know these big tv screens that they make and you yeah. bought you know utilize them we have so many options with streaming services now you know go up watch content if there's something that you're interested in or you always like it's on your net it's been on your netflix list like for much. years watch it because yeah. like if you have the time to do it do it there's so much opportunity now to discover content you never had before right and i think now's the perfect time to do it yeah uh, don't worry about the toilet paper everyone's buying toilet paper don't worry about it like, it, will, it will come back yeah you know use paper <laughs> use <laughs> get a bidet install a bidet you know just everyone's saying a bidet i'm like bidets are expensive you gotta like do plumbing and all that stuff <laughs> i would like just get a paper towel and cut it in like squares and use little squares just of tape paper them together just they absorb more than a toilet paper there you go. trust that's, me that's the the toilet paper podcast <laughs> yeah welcome to the toilet paper podcast <laughs> where we talk about our favorite toilet paper yeah i mean again there's like we we're saying there's a lot of news happening 
we're staying up to date with everything and we're going to let you know what's happening on our end as well too yeah um if there are any changes to our schedule check out our twitter check out our instagram we will let you know everything that's happening yeah uh, we want to make sure we celebrate our 50th episode properly i can't we're hitting 50 episodes proper episodes next week crazy it's a huge milestone so we want to be able to celebrate it and make sure that we're all here the three of us to do so um so thank you so much for listening to this episode of the movie podcast as always we have a new show every single monday across all your favorite podcast services if you want to write in and be part of the show do so at this time with.com slash talk if you have an idea of what we should do to celebrate our 50th let us know yeah we want to hear about you it. you want us to live stream we'll live, do that you know instagram live if you want us to youtube twitch you know what i mean like there were so many different options yeah. for us to go um again Keep an eye out for what's going to be happening down the road. If episodes shift or change, you'll hear it first on our social media pages. Um, we always want to make sure that we're spreading positivity as well. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to our show. And I know that the first half of the show was just kind of updating you on all the different entertainment news. But make sure you're taking the time to be with the people you love and watch the entertainment and movies and shows that you love because we're having a rare chance now that a lot of people are having the time are getting the time to do this. So definitely uh, make sure you're spending the time to look after yourselves as well. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.